Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to a new episode of The Daily Optimist. I am Elijah Manning. Thank you for joining me on... Today is Thursday of week 12, I believe, of the COVID uh, social distancing and all of that. It is also um, a full week plus of uh, protest. Uh, I think the first big one started last Thursday. I could be wrong, but uh, here in the U.S. Uh, so, the worldwide COVID is still raging, um, but protests are also being picked up worldwide. And here in the U.S., every state uh, has begun to protest uh, for more equality for citizens uh, of minorities, especially or specifically blacks after the killings of many black people by the hands of police officers um, I support the Black Lives Matter movement um, I support equality for all I just want to make sure that everybody understands that when I say Black Lives Matter, it doesn't mean that your life doesn't matter if you're not black. It simply means that right now, in our country of the U.S., uh, we are having a moment where it doesn't seem to be the point. It doesn't seem to be a thing that Black Lives Matter. So that is what the protests are involving. So around the world, I know people are protesting as well. I want to make sure that I tell them all that I appreciate you and um, thank you for helping us in this fight. All right, I'm going to be back in just a moment and we're going to have some news stories for the day. Once again, you are listening to The Daily Optimist. My first news story today comes from um, former defense secretary here in the U.S., General Mattis, uh, in his uh, rebuke of President Donald Trump's, um, well, first policies when he uh, left a year and a half ago, roughly, because of policy differences, and now, again, he differs with Mr. President Trump. So um, our president here in the U.S. has uh, pretty much invoked for military, military, Pollard, pardon me, the military to come in and police the streets. And um, General Mattis uh, basically wrote a uh, statement completely against um, what he has said. Uh, he, General Mattis calls it an abuse of executive authority, and I will just read a little quote of uh, what else he said. He said, Never did I dream that troops taking that same oath would be ordered under any circumstances to violate the constitutional rights of their fellow citizens, much less to provide a bizarre photo op for the elected commander-in-chief with military leadership standing alongside. 
because after Trump um, declared his military might, he also had the protesters tear gas so that they would clear the way for him to be able to walk with his Bible in hand outside of the historic church in Washington, D.C. for a what appeared to be a photo opportunity of him holding the Bible and um, declaring that he is the law of the land. And um, General Mattis is, uh, again, proclaiming his reasons for why he could not sit in the uh, Oval Office and have meetings with President Trump because he disagrees with um, the way President Trump likes to go about and um, declare himself as the only uh, leader or of the military, if you will. Um, basically saying, stating, um, Trump had stated that he is kind of the law. Um, so there is a backlash against Trump for doing this from, from many different sides. Um, I haven't heard, uh, much support for this, but, uh, I'm not saying it doesn't exist because I'm sure it does. Um, but we will see where this continues. Um, my second story is going to be about the men accused of killing Ahmad Arbery. I mean, yeah, they're accused, but if you saw the tape, uh, you know they did it. Anyway, in the um, preliminary hearing today, uh, the word came out that um, the one who actually filmed it, uh, William Rody Bryan, when he was uh, talking to the special agent of the Georgia Bureau of Investigation during a May 13th interview, he claims that he heard Travis McMichael say, uh, call uh, Mr. Ahmed Arbery a effing N-word. And I'm not going to repeat, I'm not going to actually say those words, but you know what those words are. All right? That's what he called him. So if that doesn't say anything about it being most racially motivated, I don't know what does. Um, so... Yeah, there's that as well. We are obviously going to learn more. Uh, at the time I'm, I'm looking at this, the defense has not had their chance to cross-examine or any of this. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know if you can actually hear this on the tape itself, but um, you might be able to. It's uh, probably might be a little too far away, and you'd have to do a lot of cleanup work. But we will see in the days to come if uh, how this plays out and if these um, three are going to be charged the way they should be. Um, so let us uh, see how this is going to play out. It's a, a developing story. This is still early on in the preliminary hearings. So we should be hearing more today. By the time you're listening to this, you might even have heard more already. All right. I will be back in just a moment with your positive news for the day.
for my positive news today, my first story is going to come from the fact that there are uh, doctors and nurses out there uh, joining the protests and making sure that uh, they have their voice heard as well. Um, you know, a lot of people are marching and they all have their own reasons, but the reasons that uh, a lot of them are saying they're marching is because it's not just a black versus white. That's not what it's about. It's everybody versus racists, okay? That's the point. It's not a, a black versus white issue because not not all white people are racist. Not all black people are racist. This is about those who are racist against everybody else who is not racist. All right. So, again, pointing out the fact that doctors and nurses are out here saying that we are uh, sharing in this space because we, um, we are fighting the same fight. Uh, and, you know, they are out there with signs uh, that read things like, white coats for black lives and stop killing our patients and frontline for frontline um they they also took knees and this goes on to the fact that many of the deaths in this country have been from due to the structural racism because of people with a lack of access to health care and the racism stigma and it has taken its toll on black patients and hispanic patients because they're more likely to die of it and they are also typically more uh, of the essential workers that are uh you know doing those essential jobs that were still going on at the start and couldn't be working from home so these all these issues are working together right now in one combined effort so these doctors and nurses are out there explaining and and marching that this is a systemic raci raci racism issue. So I, I want to make sure that uh, people actually understand that point. All right. This is not just about black versus white. This is about everybody versus racists. All right. My second news story is going to come from Virginia, where they will finally be removing a statue of Robert E. Lee. And if you know Robert E. Lee, then you know he is a Confederate general. All right. And, you know, I am all for removing the statue. We don't need the statues to be in parks so that we are reminded of why we had to fight a civil war. Reminded that some people are still for the Confederacy, which technically, if you're still for the Confederacy and you are against America, that would make you a traitor. So, I don't understand that either. It's... They, they like to say it's about their history and their culture, and um, that's fine, but then all of those things should be put into museums, where you can go in and you can view them there. Um, they don't need to be displayed around, especially in black neighborhoods, where is a reminder to folks that are black that you remember at one time you were slaves, and that's how I feel. Um, you may feel different, and that's fine, you are open to this. And again, you may be looking at this as a political issue, but I am not. I am looking at this as a moral issue, a humanity issue, an issue of equality, because equality should not be political. Especially 
um, as we here in America have su supposedly built this country on on equality. I mean, we still have a lot of uh, ground to make up for that equality. And across the world, I know that there are fights going on all over the place for their own versions of equality and what they and what people need in their own countries and how they can best uh, fight their fights. So again, I appreciate them fighting with our fight as well, because hopefully it will make advances for them wherever they are and for whatever um, systemic problems they are facing as well. All right, I will be back in just a moment for your positive step of the day. My positive step of the day. So many people who uh, are interested in helping, but they may not necessarily want to protest. I've given some ideas, but uh, I'm going to give you a positive step for the day on that. And this doesn't just have to pertain to this specific issue. This can pertain to any issues that you're having in your community um, to get involved civically, all right? So, you know, if you have any issues in your own communities, organize, sign petitions, vote, of course. You can call your senators, call your representatives, you know, call your city council person, um, talk to them and uh, attend any meetings and let your voice be heard. So you don't have to go out there necessarily and protest on, on the front lines if that's not your personality type, if you're you know worried about the times that you live in with coronavirus, this is all valid. But if you are seeking to make change, then absolutely go ahead and engage uh, civically with this, all right? You can still make waves by doing that and these can also be simple things for you it can be very fulfilling for yourself say you live on a road that um has uh people that speed down it all the time and it's not even a main road it's a side road you can even make a petition to get a speed bump on your road and that could help your family especially if you have children or it could just help your neighborhood if you have children in the neighborhood so again this this kind of uh, civic engagement doesn't just have to pertain to uh, what is happening right now with the Black Lives Matter movement or, uh, you know, against racism. This can pertain to any issue that you may be having uh, for a positive change in your community. OK, so, you know, there are plenty of steps that you can take. Like I said, some are votes, some are signed petitions, some are call your representatives, your senators. Um, you know, all the above, all right? But you, you can help if you want to, and perhaps it will be a positive thing for you as well, knowing that you were helping to make some kind of change, because a lot of times when we do good for others, it makes us feel good about ourselves. So or that doesn't have to be your end goal. Your goal can be to affect change, and I encourage you to do that. All right, I'll be back in a moment with your positive quote for the day. My positive quote today comes from Muhammad Ali. 
Muhammad Ali, the famous world champion boxer, and uh, he was also an activist in his time. He spent many of his uh, years protesting going to Vietnam War. The quote is uh, very on topic for everything that is happening. What you are thinking is what you're becoming. What you're thinking is what you're becoming. All right. So that goes with changing, um, changing, you know, something that you want to change, whether it be inward or outward. You know, I talked about engaging civically. Um, If you are thinking about making that change, then you are going to start becoming that change. All right. If you are thinking about saying all lives matter instead of saying black lives matter currently, then you are becoming more of that type of person who has a more narrow view, even though you think it's more of an expanded view. So what you're thinking is what you're becoming. So if you think positively and enact positive things, you're becoming a more positive person. Optimistically, uh, getting involved in in the causes that mean something to you, you know, you are becoming just that. Thank you for joining me for another day of the Daily Optimist. I appreciate you all for listening. I'm glad you made it through another episode. I will be here with you again every weekday. And uh, I'll talk through my my issues with you. And, you know, as always, I encourage you to reach out to me and talk to me about yours if you'd ever like to. You can join my nightly check-in, hashtag check-in. I do that on Facebook at The Daily Optimist Podcast. I do that on Instagram and Twitter at The Daily Optpod, at The Daily O-P-T-P-O-D. And you can always email me at thedailyoptimist at yahoo.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Uh, you know, to, to end this, I want to make sure that everybody once again understands this is not about politics. This is about humanity. Okay? Humanity and equality are not political issues. Those are part of living in a society and part of living with people all right thank you again i appreciate you all wherever you are stay safe do your best to continue to make through it each day i'm always open for conversation if you want to reach out i appreciate each and every one of you and until next time everybody please be well